0: Welcome to the Roadie Bunch podcast. This is your host Jeffrey O. Ladapo. O. Ladapo. Shout out to the people who can get that right on the first take. Um. Yeah, this is going to be a very, I suppose, non-traditional podcast where you know we skip the trying to introduce what the topics are going to be about, and we're just going to talk, right? Um. I think that's a pretty good and <laughs> unprepared version of the first episode of this podcast. So I think I've been deliberating on what I want the podcast to be about and what topics, uh, that I should discuss on the podcast. But ultimately, you know, I just kind of want to talk freely, I guess free ball it as the, as the young folks say, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm the young guy, um, in the building. (laughs) But anyways, it's really hilarious how, uh, how, how preoccupied I've been over what I should discuss on this podcast. I'm, it's almost a little bit arrogant, like anybody cares of what specific topic I'm going to discuss in the first place. So I said, what better way to um, introduce the topic of just indiscriminate random rambling? So I think I'll start with that. Um, what's on my mind today? You see, I just got off a phone call with a very very wise man wise beyond his own years and he actually just got um in possession of his first house at age 48 he seems to think that's not a big deal but I think it's a big deal and uh, you know he he certainly deserves it um and you know shout out to the people he's he's gonna house in it and how he's going to enjoy it with those people um, I'm sure it's going to be very pleasant uh, for all of them, but uh, in in, in thinking about his accomplishments, I started to meditate on my own after we got off the call, and you know, I was in silence and I realized that a lot of good ideas come to me in silence. Ideas that some people might consider rambling and you know, irrelevant or Too ambitious. I think uh, a lot of good ideas come to me in silence, and I start to just not think about an idea of how I can make money, but an idea of how I should be a little bit more gentle on myself with my own accomplishments. Um, I think there's a tendency, for whatever reason, in this society to compare our accomplishments and This in itself diminishes all the accomplishments that have happened thus far. And I think it's a very toxic way to live. It's a very hurtful way to live. You see, I've been doing this for a long time throughout my life where, you know, I would be in um, the field of computer science and meeting different programmers, meeting different individuals who are just better than me at the craft. And I would always find myself comparing Myself to them, comparing myself beyond a very elusive and unrealistic metric. And it never occurred to me that they might be having some of, the, of their own um, e-measures. And I just thought to myself, how arrogant it is for me to just live by this, or how foolish it might be to just live by this, to constantly be in comparison of myself. I suppose what brought this all on was that um, we were discussing people at the gym and, um, you know, how people just constantly have a need to compare themselves to others, compare themselves to the the bodies of these like large bodybuilders, you know, Ronnie Coleman's Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Lee Page, uh, you know, uh, 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 CT Fletcher, uh, if you will, and you know all these fitness icons in the industry, and it just got me thinking: like, how often we do this as a people, you know, as as Homo sapiens? And it's just so crazy to me, you know, that uh, if I spent more time worrying about the accomplishments that I've already amassed. And how I can improve upon those accomplishments and not spending time on accomplishments of those completely unrelated to me, but that make me feel bad, that make me feel insignificant or inferior, that I would be the limelight for whoever would be feeling inferior. It's like a vicious cycle. Does anybody hear what I'm saying out there? because I feel like it's a vicious cycle where the person who rises up to the occasion and rises up to have these many accomplishments or have these very notable accomplishments, um, they become the striving figure. They become the, 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 the the strive, the set standard, if you will. And it just makes me think, uh, wow, it's so easy to get lost and wanting to be another person's results, you know? And this is no good. Um, You know, I often look to people in um, relationships, I think. often look to people in, uh, you know, happier financial situations. I often look to people... um, that appear to have it together, right? Or appear to have certain qualities that I don't, that I think if I had them would make my life a lot, immensely easier. Or, um, you know, at least a lot tolerable, it seems at the moment. And I seem to forget that I have my own qualities and I have my own results and I have my own um, accolades that if I shared with them, perhaps it might make them feel inferior. Perhaps it might make them inquire about me or make me feel interested or make them feel interested towards me. I'm sorry. So, you know, it's just a very interesting spiral of thought. I think I'm, I'm going down and ultimately it centers on, you know, what I'm going to be in the next few years. You know, what do I want to be the next few years? Do I want to be a guy who's concentrated on the accomplishments of others, or do I want to be a guy that's concentrated on the past and um, futuristic accomplishments that are to come, you know? And I think we got on the subject of, um, you know, talking about fate. Um, I believe somebody, uh, I I I forgot to ask the name, but he's a political activist. He's been imprisoned um, for striving for democracy in Hong Kong. I believe that was the backstory um, that this person debriefed me with. And, you know, it made me realize that um, I'm not doing a whole lot with my life. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing a whole lot. You know, here's somebody like Greta Thornburg for, of the Hong Kong scene, and he's, um, you know, making... A change. He's making an impact. And I begin to think right back down that spiral, right back down that rabbit hole of, am I doing enough? Should I be doing enough? Maybe I should go set myself in f- on fire at Kennedy Plaza. <laughs> talk, talk about a demonstration, okay? I can be a martyr too. No. But honestly, I don't think I, I would... Uh, I don't think I would even amount to a fraction of what these people are doing because it has to come from a place of authenticity. It has to come from a place of actually wanting to do it. You know, can't be uh I like to say something very often and and to many people and to myself. You know, can't be it can't be on you, it has to be in you. And that's facts. Um that's a fact that I got to live by. I can't be anything except um, what's in me? And I see this a lot in my generation, you know. And I, mean, I know I'm bouncing all over the place, so forgive me for whoever's listening. Maybe, maybe it's just me talking to myself, but I think I I, uh, I see this a lot in my generation, younger generation, where everybody's trying to be something else. Everybody's trying to be the next big thing. Everybody's trying to um, come up. Everybody's trying to be the um. The guy or the girl or the woman, you know, insert whatever pronoun you would like. And they're trying to be it. And I think that gets so obsessive and so compulsive and so toxic and trying to be it above everything else. That is probably a lot more important and a lot more significant and a lot more meaningful. Just wanting to be it. And I don't, uh, I don't want to do that, you know. I don't want to strive towards being it. You know, I'm currently working as a software engineer, and that's what I'm going to be. You know, I don't have to be the best software engineer. I just have to be a software engineer, and whatever comes with that. Just wanting to be, and not comparing myself, and not having these, you know, elusive and immeasurable goals and these immeasurable comparisons whatever that comes with, um, whether that be fortune or poverty, (laughs) you never know, can fuck up and delete the database. But, um, whenever it comes with, um, I'm prepared to accept because I'm at the end of the day, at least I'm being me. You see what I'm saying? So it's so important that, uh, I keep this in my heart each and every day. You know, I, uh, this is something that's always been with me. I've always thought about these kind of things. I've always bounced between these layers of consciousness, but I never uh, I never took it to the batter's cage, if you will. You know, I never took a swing at it because I was so bothered with having to take a chance on myself. And ultimately, I think that's what this method allows one to do take a chance on yourself stop taking a chance on the accomplishments of others and what they've accomplished and what they've done and look into the next man to see what he's gonna do next, you know or the next woman to see what she's gonna wear next or what she's gonna do next it gotta be something different, it gotta be something better, it has to be something authentic that's what yields the wealth you know And I think a lot of people, including myself for a very long time, you know, I hung around a crowd that was in mental poverty for a very long time, you know, mental poverty. You know, it's very tempting to say mental slavery instead. But I'm opting for mental poverty because poverty is for generations. And slavery, for the most part, was for generations as well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to diminish or mitigate what slavery was in comparison to something as uh, economical as poverty. But what I'm saying is that uh, I believe one is more critical and impacting than the other. And that mental poverty of being poor and not having any kind of riches to to share with others or have to share with you know your kindred to share with the people that are that are to see you in the in the next life or to learn from you in the next life it's just so it's so unfathomable to me now but it wasn't for a very long time you know it wasn't unfathomable that you know the decisions and All of the choices that I made was going to have a direct consequence on the people that are going to be coming from me. You know, my son, you know, my daughter, you know, if the Most High goes ahead and blesses me with with some. And uh, it wasn't until I started to think about this for a long time and realized that, you know, everything I do now really does count for the future. You know, that mental richness, that mental uh, uh, liberation is, is going to be passed down. It's not just going to be given. Just like respect, it's going to have to be earned. So these are all things that I, I guess are just surfacing on my mind right now. You know, I usually don't have a whole lot to talk about. That's why I've been struggling to, to get out uh, of my shell and, 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 and say, you know, what I want to say on this podcast because... I was like, "Well, I got to have an order. All the good podcasts have an order and you know, I got to I got to be compelling, I got to be shouting and I got to and you know, that's just not me, man. Yeah, you know, that's that's in contrary to everything that I'm preaching right now. So I just figured, you know, what better way to the, than to just turn on the mic and uh talk to the people. See who feels me and who doesn't. And that's fine if whoever doesn't cuz I'm fine with myself. So anyways, you know I wanna keep it short I guess for the first episode. This is uh this has been your host, Jeffrey Oladopo, reigning and living out of Province, Rhode Island. I'll see you on the next one.